0: is the best of two pros in a couple of joe with LaVar Errington, Brady Quinn and Jonas Knox on Fox Sports Radio.
1: All right, so for those of you freaking out and panicking cuz maybe you got some OCD or maybe you're a little bit loyal and you're like, "Well, if the three of these guys aren't here, it's just not going to feel the same." That is true, but it's going to be okay. All right, it's it's a holiday weekend. Everybody just relax. All right, we were slumming on in the overnights going solo for years. All right, the Jonas Knox show was. This is not exactly that, but we're going to be okay. We're going to be fine. Everybody, we're going to do this together. We all hold hands. If you're drinking a cocktail, you probably have weather issues. Go ahead, keep drinking away, and let's have a damn good time for the next couple hours. That's all we got to do. Oh, and by the way, it's a football Friday. It's still a damn football Friday. Yeah. Yeah. football Friday. Football! football you bet your ass it's a football friday here on fsr and i hate to start off on a sad note But that'll do it for Zach Wilson's era in the New York Jets uniform. Uh, that'll go ahead and wrap that up. We are all good here. Uh, the Zach Wilson era is officially over. Uh, what you saw last night. <laughs> and I don't mean to laugh. It's, it's not funny. Listen, the guy's Obviously. career has been derailed. The whole It's a situation. But, it, I mean, come on, dude. It, you don't come back from that. You don't come back from what that was in a standalone game. He was getting his ass booed off the field and early. If there was a check down, he got booed. If he made the smart play and threw the ball away out of bounds, he got booed. If he he scrambled because he had no time, he got booed. It's over. And you could say, well, look, I mean, uh, the conditions and all this stuff. And Robert Sala said afterwards, well, you know, we put Chris Strebler in uh, to try and give a different look. And then we got some momentum. But the plan was to go back to Zach Wilson. You can spin it however you want. We've all been here. If you've been in a relationship, you know what I'm talking about. You ever have those fights that you just never get over? You know, like technically you're back together. Technically, you guys will get it together and you'll and you'll, you know, uh, have, you know, you'll make up and do all that stuff and you'll say, hey, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, too. You know, but there's these certain fights that you never get over. And you're always reminded of. And, and if anything goes down in the future, you're always going to be told about. There's always going to be a reference to it. It's just sort of that one that sits there and lingers that you never quite recover from. Technically speaking, you're back together. But it's never quite the same. Zach Wilson and the New York Jets and Robert Sala had a fight. And it was ugly and it didn't go well. And technically, he's still part of the team. Technically, he's still their quarterback, but it'll never be the same again. Think about this. Not only was Zach Wilson benched by the New York Jets, he was deactivated. Like, it wasn't one of these, hey, you know what? (sighs) Take a break. Sit this one out for a couple of games. We're going to start Mike White. You're still our guy. We just want you to be on the sideline, and and we want you to get a a different vantage point. We want you to kind of take a look at everything just so you can slow down a little bit. Don't be so stressed out, and then when the time is right, we're going to go back to you. Okay? Just, just, Just understand this is for the best. This is for your career. We feel like this will be better for everybody involved. No, they didn't do that. They went to nukes. Yeah, you're out. You're deactivated. I mean, we'll let you stand on the sideline, but you're going to be wearing street clothes. You're going to be wearing whatever we hand out in the locker room beforehand, and you got no shot of getting in this game. What if there's an injury? Tough balls. We'll figure it out with an emergency quarterback if Joe Flacco doesn't get it done. I don't even know who their emergency quarterback is. The, like Vinny Testaverde? I mean, I have no idea. Like, Who, who is their emergency quarterback? Kyle Brady. I have no idea. But the Jets told Zach Wilson, Hey man, yeah, this, this ain't working dude. And then they try and sell you on, but he's climbing the depth chart because all of a sudden he's number two on the depth chart. And then what do you know? Here he is starting again. What changed during those practices for Zach Wilson? Well, like, well, what actually happened? What was, were, were the pat-and-go lines so fluid that they said this guy's really learned his lesson? Just call it what it is. You didn't like what he said after a game. He wasn't accountable for his performance. It didn't land right with the locker room. And Robert Sala felt like he was going to lose the locker room, so he punished Zach Wilson. The problem is, now you're trying to go back, and you can't put the toothpaste back in the tube. The fight was too much. You're never getting over it, and you're never going to recover. He was doomed. That's why we were talking about the game yesterday on the show. I wasn't trying to be negative. I wasn't try- like I wasn't looking at this, talking with Brady and Levar, and saying, "Oh man, I I I really hope Zach Wilson fails." I really no no. I'm just being realistic. He was doomed, no matter what going into that game he was screwed because if he came out and he struggled and then when you saw the weather condition and the forecast and all that other he had no chance and that was determined early on and you'll get these people that are going to look at the box score and they're going to say well you know and he did throw an interception i mean if we're going to be fair about it i mean that was like a hail mary throw in the end of the first half They weren't really able to figure anything out. So he just kind of chucked it up there and it got picked off. And then they kind of scrambled around. He was getting booed constantly. There were chants for other quarterbacks. I believe there was a Chris Streveler chant. I'm almost certain there was a Joe Flacco chant. I don't quite know if there was a Ken O'Brien chant or a Geno Smith. I'm not quite sure. Regardless, it was an awful look. They had a fight. They tried to pretend like they recovered from it. They haven't. They're not going to. And that's a wrap on Zach Wilson's time with the New York Jets as a viable starting quarterback. And it doesn't mean his career's over. It doesn't mean he's not going to amount to anything moving forward. But it's broken. And you can go through the motions and be happy around your friends and family during the holidays and everybody's hugging and, hey, let's have an eggnog and look at these family photos in front of some dumb oak tree and everybody's dressed up in Christmas gear and blah, blah, blah. You can cute it up all you want. Facts are facts. It's over. However you want to spin it, it's over. Zach Wilson's time as a Jets quarterback and a viable starting option in New York, that's a wrap. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, two pros and a cup of Joe here on FSR. Also, look, the odds came out yesterday... That the Jacksonville Jaguars were the favorite to win their division. And a lot of that ties into to Ryan Tannehill's injury and what's going on in Tennessee and all that stuff. And we'll get into the very latest on that. Because if that feels like a formality as well, too, even though Tennessee and, and Mike Vrabel and them maybe may not want to admit it, that feels like it's formality. But the odds started to shift. And I'm looking around and we kind of threw this out earlier in the week. Would you swap out? the Tampa Bay Buccaneers for the Detroit Lions. Like, if you could, if the NFL came to you and said, hey, I know we got other issues to worry about. I know we got other stuff on the table, but if you could swap out Tampa Bay for one team in the NFC, who would you take? For me, it'd be the Detroit Lions. Great story playing good football they play hard it's a different look it's a fresh feel why not the Detroit Lions swap out Tampa Bay figure it out you were able to schedule Wednesday games during COVID I'm sure you could figure this out if you really wanted to swap it out so just you know the pure hypothetical if you were to do the same thing in the AFC if we're just being truthful here and this is not to piss off Titans fans that are listening on the zone in Nashville Not trying to break balls. It's a holiday weekend. It's not what we're trying to do. Can we just be fair here? We've kind of seen what the Tennessee Titans are. We get it. There's a ceiling, they're going to get to the playoffs, they're probably going to lose. Derek Henry is going to throw a jump pass touchdown and Ryan Tannehill is going to throw an interception and they're going to play marginal defense. And then everybody afterwards is going to go, gosh, what happened? We won the AFC South. And then you're going to look back and go, well, you know, it's the AFC South. I mean, that's like saying you want to slam dunk competition between a bunch of the jockeys at the Kentucky Derby. I mean, what are you really doing here? A couple of those guys sit on a curb and their feet dangle. I mean, what are you doing here? Like, it's it's nothing really to brag about. But if we're being truthful about it, why would you not want Jacksonville in the playoffs as opposed to Tennessee? And you don't even need to do a hypothetical swap. The odds have already dictated that that's where this is headed. And it looks like Jacksonville is going to go to the postseason. And it looks like they're going to win that division based on the Tannehill injury, based on the schedule down the stretch. And the game last night may have solidified it. But to me, you're watching Jacksonville and you're going, okay, they got an emerging quarterback, a guy who's gotten better and better and better. They play hard. There's talent there. Doug Peterson has turned that organization around from the mess they were a year ago. If we're being truthful and you want to talk about who's the right team to get into the postseason from that division, Houston stinks. The Indianapolis Colts are a disaster. We've seen the Tennessee Titans story before. We've seen that movie. Why not Jacksonville? Why not Trevor Lawrence? I think it'd be a much better watch and a much more interesting watch. That team hosting a playoff game coming up in about a month.
0: Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio
1: app. Are compounded products and have not been approved by the FDA. The FDA does not verify the safety or effectiveness of compounded drugs.
2: Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m. Wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Much better. 2 p.m. Grab seats for the game.
1: So a little controversy here has been brewing uh, behind the scenes here on the show. I like to do this every year, uh, get people lotto scratchers. And you're probably thinking, well, it's out of the goodness of your heart. It's absolutely not. I want to see who's going to get screwed over. So you buy everybody on the show lotto scratchers from the same role. Somebody's going to win a few bucks and somebody's not going to win a damn thing. And then they got to sit with each other for the next two to three hours and know that a-hole right there took my money. So we've got that going on here uh, behind the scenes. We'll keep you up to speed on that uh, as to how this works out. Because Berto, Lee, and Eddie have all gotten scratchers off the same roll, and I just have a feeling somebody's going to get somebody's going to get effed over. Like, by the way, what an a-hole move by whoever created Lotto scratchers that like one of your prizes is a ticket. Gee, thanks. Another opportunity to know I'm not going to win money. What a pain in the ass. Hey, what, what, what a J-off move by whoever created Lotto Scratchers. Hey, you know, we can't just, we can't just send him home with nothing. So what are you going to give him? Well, we'll give him another ticket. But what if that one doesn't win? Well, at least we gave him a shot. Okay, well, that's cool. But thanks so much. We appreciate it. Uh, all right. By the way, speaking of which. Fellas, it's time to stop treating your groins like junk. Introducing the Gillette Intimate pubic hair trimmer, a gentle and easy shave from America's number one trusted men's grooming brand. Show your pubic regions some respect with Gillette Intimate, the best a man can get. All right. So if you want to get somebody's attention, we've learned this over the last couple of years. If you want to get somebody's attention, all you got to do is mess with their social life. Like, you remember when COVID restrictions lifted a little bit? Like, there was obviously the initial shutdown. You remember the uh, stop the spread for two weeks, whatever crap they were trying to throw at us. But you remember when the COVID restrictions started to lift just a little bit? You could go out, but you could go out if... There was outdoor dining, if you had your mask on, if you stayed uh, six feet apart. There was all these sort of things you needed to do if you wanted to go out. If you wanted to get out of the house, if you've been locked up for too long and you wanted to do something other than just sit, eat frozen food, and watch the same stuff over and over again, you could do it. You just got to sort of come around to things. You just got to sort of accept whatever the new normal is. Like you want to go to dinner, certain things you got to do. All right. You want to go out and get a cocktail. You might have to sit in the cold. It's going to be outside and there's going to be nobody at the table in between you and the other people that want to also go out and have a cocktail. You want to go traveling it's fine. It's just going to take a little longer in security lines because you're not allowed to be within six feet of each other and you've got to have a mask on at all times and on the flight. It's just what you had to do. Like, they needed to get your attention so they mess with your social life. Well, guess who else just did that recently to you? The NFL. Because the NFL just did that to the non-streamers that are left in this world. Because I don't know if you saw the news yesterday, but the way you watch the NFL just completely changed. Seven years, $2 billion reportedly, and Sunday ticket is now gone from DirecTV and is going to be featured on YouTube. And there's going to be premium channels and all the other things that come along with it and how they're going to price point this and all the other things that that go forward with it. And we'll get to that stuff as the season approaches next year. But it's done at DirecTV and it's going to YouTube. Like, If you want to get people out of their old school habits... If you want to get people out of this, I refuse to buy any more apps or streaming services. I refuse to do it. I'm not, this is how you do it. You tell them, well, you just can't watch your precious football. Like, that's how this is going to go. You're one of those people who just prefers to watch games on television and not have to navigate through the apps. Let me tell you something. I'm one of those people. I'd rather not have to hit a bunch of different buttons to get to Amazon Prime to watch Thursday Night Football, but it is what it is. You're kind of handcuffed to what they've built. I would rather just turn on the TV, press press a channel, and go watch that game on a certain channel. But those days are over. The streaming era is here. So if you want to get people out of that old school mentality, like some people have who don't want to deal with apps and don't want to do all that. I mean, there's been people who've been cutting the cord for years now. So this isn't anything new. But there's still some people who would prefer, I just want to turn on my television and watch something. Like I don't wanna to have to deal. All right. Well, let's call your bluff. We're gonna go ahead and we're gonna make it to where if you wanna watch your favorite thing in the world. From a sporting standpoint, the only way you're doing it is through this streaming service. Because why do we call it what it is? Sunday Ticket is a social life. I'm not even exaggerating when I say this. I'd be willing to bet anybody listening to this show right now, I don't care where you are. You could be on your way to work. You could be coming back from work. You could be sitting in an Uber because your car broke down. You could be getting up early to try and get some shopping done because you're a little banged up from the night before. And like, I don't care what it is you do professionally. You could be in law enforcement. You could be driving a lift. I don't care what it is. A big rig, you name it. What do you prefer to do more? Go out on a Friday night. Or stay home and watch Sunday Ticket at Home and get all the games. Or go to a bar on Sunday afternoon as opposed to a bar on Friday evening. Like, the older you get, those days are done. That's cool. Like, listen, going out and doing the Friday, Saturday night thing, that's awesome. But it's kind of run its course a little bit. Like, you know, like, uh, like, basically, if you're a sports bar and you don't have Sunday Ticket... You're on your ass. Like, it's expensive as hell. My brother owns a restaurant slash bar. Like, I, I know the pricing. It's not like what we pay, the three to $400. They go into your establishment. They look around and they say, this is how many people at capacity could be here. And that's how we're charging you. But you have to do it. Like, it's, it's the way this works. Sunday ticket has become a social life as the NFL popularity has grown. It's now officially part of your social life. It's what you do for fun. It's your hobby. I remember talking to a guy who was doing some repair work at my house and he was just telling me like, yeah, my favorite thing to do. And this is the one thing I have. And the one agreement I've got with my wife is Whatever I do during the week, I work hard. I, you know, I'm, I'm always hustling. I'm picking up side jobs and doing whatever. When Sunday rolls around, leave me, the, leave me the hell alone. That's it. It's over. Leave me alone. Let me do my thing. And his thing is Sunday ticket, watch all the games, grill a little bit, cook, have a couple buddies over, have a couple of beers, maybe gamble on some of the games. Like It's a social life. Like, where would you be if you were not watching football on a Sunday? In fact, I'll say this, and I don't care who this pisses off, because they're not listening to this anyways. If you don't watch football on Sundays, you're disgusting. You disgust me. I don't know how you can live with yourself. I couldn't imagine going an entire Sunday and being like, nah, who cares what's happening at the end of that game? Nah, Hey, did you see what happened at the end of that Raiders-Patriots game? Not interested. I've got laundry to do. What a loser. (laughs) Like, But there are people out there like that. They're losers, but those people exist. What the NFL did yesterday and what YouTube did yesterday was say, all right, we understand you like your football a certain way. We're going to try this out. How much do you really like your football? And I got news for you. Nobody's going anywhere. Nobody's going to going to be defiant and say I refuse. The only people that are that are going to take it in the shorts is going to be tv You're going to go where your social life dictates and they're going to tell you during these times just like they did when restrictions started to lift during COVID, all right, if you want to go out, that's cool. You got to play by certain rules. Can't stand next to each other, got to wear a mask. Maybe the menu's a little shorter, but people were willing to do it because they just wanted a little peace and quiet outside, away from the kids screaming, away from all the other things at home, and that's how they got you. And the NFL did the same thing yesterday. So if you're one of those old-school, non-tech, non-cord-cutting, defiant NFL fans, the NFL just called your bluff. Sunday ticket's going to YouTube.
0: Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, LeVar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb.
1: The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and
0: all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it. I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today, or visit us at o'reillyauto.com/two-pros. That's o'reillyauto.com/two-pros.
2: When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, "Chef, what course are we on?" I'm, I've lost count. Or, shoot that! Shoot that!
1: All right, so I've identified a team in the NFL. No matter what happens this weekend, they're going to lose. It's over. Right? I'm just giving you the heads up. Right? I don't care what the score says. I don't care if it's a tie. I don't care. Like Whatever happens, it's going to be a loss for one team in the NFL. All right, So be prepared for this. That team is the Dallas Cowboys. You're screwed. Like if you're, if you're a Cowboy fan, you're screwed, right? Now, the news of Jalen Hurts being out, you're probably thinking to yourself, well, that increases the Cowboys' chances of winning that game. That's correct. Jalen Hurts, you know, it, it was in the lead for the MVP before he suffered this shoulder injury against the Bears last week. So the news coming out that Jalen Hurts is going to miss this game and you're going to get Gardner Minshew – coming up on Saturday. I mean, if you're one of these Cowboy fans out there, you're feeling great about it, but it's bad news if you actually sit and think about it. Now, it's also bad news for uh Jalen Hurts fantasy owners. I mean, that's just that's a rough way to go. Like you work all this time you draft Jalen Hurts. People are probably mocking you. Why'd you draft Jalen Hurts? You get to the playoffs, and then you realize, oh, he's not going to play. So now you're scrambling. You're probably overpaid for Gardner Minshew. And now you're trying to hold on to your hopes and dreams that Gardner Minshew, who hasn't started a game all season long, uh, is going to be able to step in against a really good Cowboys defense and perform. So uh, thoughts and prayers to uh, all of you out there who do own Jalen Hurts in your fantasy team, in your fantasy league. Not, not an ideal situation heading into the playoffs for most people in their fantasy leagues. But point being, the other group this is not good news for is the Cowboys, no matter what you say. Because this game just became a waste of your energy. I'm telling you that right now. It became a waste of your energy. Now, I'm not telling you not to watch. You absolutely should watch. As we mentioned, if you don't watch football, if you're not a fan of the NFL, you're a loser. These are clear line-in-the-sand statements here. Like, you're either on one side or the other. If you're on the other side, you're a loser. So watch the game. It's on Fox. It's going to do massive numbers. I don't know if it'll do as many numbers as they did on Thanksgiving between the Giants and the Cowboys, but I think it's going to do a huge number and a huge rating, and it's going to be fantastic television. And you know the Dallas Cowboys are going to have a red ass against Nick Sirianni, who yelled, that's game, F you, from the sideline, the first meeting, and then was shouting and yelling and, and you know doing all sorts of obscenities and you name it, walking into the tunnel afterwards. You know the Cowboys are going to get fired up for it. And they've been having to hear it all week about their performance at Jacksonville and then the previous week's performance against Houston, a game they should have lost. So you know Dallas is going to come out. So if you're a Cowboy fan, you feel great. Hey, Christmas weekend's not going to be ruined. We got a backup quarterback. We're pissed off about the first time we saw these guys. We're going to get even and we're going to beat the Philadelphia Eagles. And you might, but you're still going to lose. You can't win no matter what. Because if the game's over and you're ahead on the scoreboard, what are they going to say? Yeah, but it was Gardner Minshew. Now, I mean, we saw what happened the first time you guys played. You know, uh, I mean, it didn't look all that hot. I mean, so cool. I mean, you're Dak Prescott. You can beat a backup quarterback. But, yeah, you, you couldn't beat Jalen Hurts the first time around. Like, you played a starter in his second year in Trevor Lawrence last week, and you couldn't beat him either. That's what the narrative's going to be. That that These are what we're – like, this is what's going to be discussed. Yeah, you won the game, but backup quarterback. And, God forbid, you lose that game. If you're the Dallas Cowboys, if you thought the ridicule and ball busting that you've been getting from people who are cowboy haters or doubters of Dak Prescott, if you thought that was bad over the past few weeks, you've seen nothing yet. If you lose this game to Philadelphia, who clinches home field in your backyard... During a holiday weekend, in front of 30 or 40 million people watching, if you lose this game, I mean, I, I'm not, I would recommend listening to Fox Sports Radio, I would recommend watching FS1, you know, like, I, but I would, I would probably be very careful, and I would just be aware that you're going to be the punchline for a long time afterwards. It's going to get bad. Now, what it actually changes in the grand scheme of things, not really much, because I mean Philly was going to get the one seed anyways, and you're already in the playoffs, and you know you're you're going to have to go on the road the first week, and who knows, maybe you'll face Tampa Bay, who's wounded. I like Dallas in that game, regardless of what happens to Tampa Bay down the stretch, or if Tom Brady figures it out. But in the whole grand scheme of things, it's not going to mean much, except for the fact that you lost to a backup quarterback. So all the other discussions that you've been having about making a legitimate run and being a legitimate threat in the NFC, all that goes away. It's over. And if you think about it, in the grand scheme of things, if you were to meet Philly in the playoffs again, it's tough to beat a team three times. It's tough to do. We saw what happened last year. Rams 49ers met in the playoffs. 49ers owned them in the regular season. All of a sudden they get to the NFC title game and the Rams figured it out. A dropped interception helped, but the Rams figured it out. It's tough to beat a team three times in a season, so you do have that going for you. But as far as this weekend goes, lose-lose. You win the game, you beat a backup. You lose the game, you lost to a backup. And Philly clinched the one seed in the NFC. That's a bad situation to be in. It would be like the woman who broke your heart calls you and says, I mean, you've been fixated on this. You want to get back together. She ripped your heart out. Has destroyed your life. Ruined you. She calls you up and says, I'd like to get back together. And it's like the moment you've been waiting for. Because all you wanted was another chance. You wanted to be back together. You were waiting for that call. You were hoping for that call. She says, I've learned my lesson I realize you're the one let's get back together only to find out that she was dating Dirk Diggler while you guys were broken up. That's a rough way to go. Cause Hey, on, on one hand, I mean, it's the woman of your dreams, your love, you're no longer heartbroken. On the other hand, while she was away, it, uh, you know, Things are a little different when she gets back. You know what I mean? Like all of a sudden you got to worry about that thought in the back of somebody's head for the rest of your life. So there's that like some situations, no matter what, it may seem like a win. It's not a win. And if you're the Cowboys or if you're Cowboys fans, there's no way this goes in the direction of, we feel great about things. This is going to be awesome afterwards. This is going to be fantastic. Because no matter what happens, the doubters are still going to be there. And Cowboy fans know this too. They can be as defiant about it as they want. They can say whatever they want about it. We've seen this story and we've seen this for years with the Dallas Cowboys. For years. And this is one of those situations that's going to feel like a tease. It's why Mike McCarthy was put in such an awful spot by Jerry Jones in the preseason. Like, what's Mike McCarthy got to do to make sure he's going to be the long-term answer at coach? Like, just like just pl- like play out the scenarios. Even if Mike McCarthy improves on last year's performance, which was went to the playoffs, lost in the first round. If they go to the playoffs this year, and let's play this out, they they take on Tampa Bay, and it's at Tampa Bay. If you were to just isolate that discussion. You would say, here's a head coach and here's a team who went on the road in the playoffs and beat the GOAT Tom Brady, a team who just won a Super Bowl a couple of years ago, and they did it on the road to open up the playoffs. For any other coach, your job is safe. For Mike McCarthy, the seat's still hot. Because if if the next round you play Philly and you get smashed, regardless of whether or not you win this game this weekend or not, you're probably going to get clipped because that's how Jerry Jones has set this up. That's how he's built this impossible task going into the season. Mm So, it's kind of like you're, you're wasting your energy. Like you're holding on to hope every single week. Hey, is Dallas going to do it? Are they going to do this? They, like, oh my God, Jalen Hurts is out. You know, we're playing Gardner Minshew. The, the odds completely sh- changed and went in the other direction. And I, I got news for you. I actually think Dallas would have won this game, even if Jalen Hurts were the quarterback. But the fact that he's out, the fact that he's not going to be there. You're going to win this game most likely, as, as, as the opinion of the betting markets would tell you, and it's not going to matter. It's a waste of energy. It's the one game and the rare moments in life. No matter what the scoreboard says, no matter how many points you got, no matter how good you look, you're going to lose regardless if you're a Dallas Cowboy fan.
0: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
1: Roll out the red carpet in your ears and tell anybody making too much noise around you to shut their damn mouths. It's Eddie Garcia. What's up, Eddie? Yeah, I, got a, I, got some, I think I got a winner on the scratchers here. Did you? I think so. All right, so for the new audience, um, I got the guy's lotto scratchers because it's fun to see who wins and who doesn't if you pull from the same roll. So, Lee, you won $20 and a ticket. That's right. Berto, what'd you win? Nine dollars and two tickets. Nine dollars and two tickets. And Eddie, what'd you win? Uh, I think I got a hundred and two dollars and a ticket. No, you didn't. No, I've got the little uh, the little reindeer, and it says win hundred oh, dollars. And it says, uh, it says on the bottom, uncover the reindeer symbol to automatically win that prize. No way, it's a reindeer, yeah. No, no. Yeah, I gotta see. Can you take? Can you put it on Twitter? I don't even know if you want to put it on Twitter because I'm like, you know, are you gonna get in trouble for doing that? I don't, I don't Can I don't, they I don't scan know.
0: the barcode? I don't
1: know. Yeah, well, because then who knows with some of these liquor store? You can't take it to the liquor store down the street from here. They're lying about their prices all the time, so you got to be careful on that. Oh so, yeah, hundred dollars. he won. All right, Berno hey. says he's, hey. confirmed it. Hey. Yeah, Hundy. Oh, there you woo. go, Eddie. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about? Hundred bucks. Yeah. You know what's great about giving lotto scratchers as a Christmas gift? Eddie can say, you know, Jonas got me $102 <laughs> for Christmas, and Berto will tell his wife, I got $9 and two tickets from him. <laughs> That's great, man. Lotto scratchers are great. So you want 100 bucks? <laughs> That's awesome. Good for yeah. you. All right. I've, I've never – well, I don't I – don't, what do they say? You can't win if you don't play. That's true. I never play, so – uh, this is the first time I've ever won anything. Uh so what do I I just take it like to the local liquor store and Wait, be you, like, hey, you really never get... you've really no. never played or no no no. I really? Don't. Yeah, they'll scan the back the back of it and they'll give you your money. Yeah, okay, yeah, so yeah, just go there's a liquor store right down yeah, the street from yeah, you. Just I've, go there and they'll They give can't be my trusted. Money. These ones down the street. These guys can't be trusted. Those hooligans. What? Well, they, I mean they're always lying about Where am their I gonna go if I don't go there? Seven eleven? Seven eleven, Yeah, okay, I can go Just 7-11. walk into seven eleven, they're gonna give you a hundred dollars. Now how are you gonna get a cash out? You gonna go all twenties are you gonna go with a hundred dollar bill? Orders. This is fun. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Way to piss everybody off. Yeah. That'd be, by the way, if you want to really piss somebody off, go into a liquor store and buy Lotto Scratchers. If you buy an entire book, because they got to count it out individually, they are not happy when you have to do that. And They only accept cash when you do it, but you're going to actually uh, walk in and get something back. I'm excited. Holy Christ. I'm excited Good for this. you. Yeah. I'm That's a winner. Great. Eddie Garcia, yeah. everybody. Yeah! Thank you. you know, it, go ahead. I got I got scratchers for uh for people in my family that just certified nobody else is winning. So yeah.
0: Congratulations to you, guys. yeah.
1: So all my family's uh going to be uh, out, just, yeah. out of money. I did deserve it more, yeah, than, you did. more than them. I so. agree. Oh, oh, oh.